take my glasses. Shoot. You can go up and get it. No, I gotta pass it on. And just like that, we're back. We're back and talking about the state of whiskey as it is in 2020, fall of 2022. It's a shame. Those who have been, and most people today who are into whiskey are, are all on this bourbon trail. Mm-hmm. Looking for... Or just whiskey and... Tr- Trail yeah. and period, but yep, but mainly bourbon, bourbon, and rye, mm-hmm. becoming popular, and just as it becomes popular and everybody's into it, the prices have gone through the roof, through the roof. Now, as far as Scotch goes, same story. Mm-hmm. Um, Any import. You know, this hit bourbon before it hit scotch. Yeah. And so now it's hitting scotch. It's been going up and up and up with bourbon. To report with scotch, I thought, well, scotch is like. No one here seems to be after scotch like people are after bourbon. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, I got this untouchable, you know, field where I can just go to the store pick out a scotch and everybody else is there for bourbon yeah so the last what is this probably three four weeks ago i was at the store and i'm like oh yamazaki 12 is in finally and the price was like 40 dollars more it was like 180 bucks yeah where it would normally be like 140 i just recently seen yamazaki 12 for 200 Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Doesn't surprise me. And that was at Discount Liquor. So Discount Liquor is usually the best prices around here. The best prices. And I was like, do you want that? I'm like, no. No, no, I don't. But but after a while, because you you probably still have a little bit of Yamazaki 12 left, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that bottle runs empty. Then what? Uh, right. Would you get it? That's a good question. See, that's that's the thing that gets us, even though we're not willing to pay it. But once that bottle goes out. Right. And you know, that's the <laughs> standard price around here in Wisconsin and, and pretty much everyone. Yeah. Where else? You're probably going to end up like, you know what? I'm just going to have to bite the bullet on this one and get another Yamazaki. 12 year, even though back in the day I probably spent 120 for it, now I'm gonna have to spend 200 for it. That's that's the thing that stinks. Well, so what I did was I'm like, uh, no, that's okay. And she's like, oh, yeah, scotches have all gone up in price. Oh, that's what she said. That's what she, she told me. I'm like, all scotches have gone up in price. And I'm like, I'm looking at the shelf again with new eyes. So I'm like, okay, Belvini 15. That hasn't changed price. I'm going to buy it. So I Single bought barrel. That. Single barrel. 15. And I know 
I'm going to tell you, Belvini, that's the one to get. The 15. Go for the 15. It's the best bang for the buck as far as Belvini goes. The 12 single barrel is good, but the 15 is so much better. Uh, but anyway, that price hasn't changed. I bought it for what I bought it for two years ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, buy that. I know I can grab it now. And probably in six months, it will be yeah, not the same price, not $125 a bottle. You can skyrocket. Um, yeah, just... Everywhere is changing, man. Like when we just reviewed the episode before this, uh, Henry McKenna 10-year, you know, that's a allocated whiskey now, and then... Like me and Dylan said, if you listen to the previous episode, um, it it shouldn't be allocated. No, it it should be a findable whiskey, and um, the the whiskey game is just crazy now because everything's getting expensive. Um, Do you think that this rage for for it is based on the review or that the fact that they won? Some yeah, competition yeah, that's and everybody's is. looking and, at the, and, and the winning true, gold. Yeah. Whatever. I don't some I would say that it's probably a 50-50 split between between whiskey connoisseurs and people that are worth the hype that say that they're into whiskey but they know what's good. Like I, I have a feeling that people that are going after this Henry McKenna ten year making it allocated after they've seen the the gold and all that stuff. I see them being the people that go into liquor stores asking for a Blanton's, a Buffalo Trace, a Eagle Rail Rare type of people. Mm -hmm. Or even a Pappy, if they could even get their hands on it. They, they don't broaden their horizons. They always look for the hype, yeah. hype whiskeys. Yeah. Um, they got a list, a hot list, mm -hmm. a short hot list. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, and now with these distilleries now, uh, speaking of the price increase, it's becoming more expensive to make whiskey now because it's so much more in demand. Um, because now the go-to whiskeys. Are you know people are doing blends, um, aging stuff in different barrels. Um, the barrels cost more, barrel heads cost more. Uh, bottling has changed now, um, especially with this war going on with Russia and Ukraine that kind of. Mm -hmm. You know, change things a bit, so people have to change their bottle sizes and stuff like that. And um, I don't know; it, it's just beginning to be ridiculous. Um, one thing I want to start off with: uh, previous episode. If you haven't listened to the previous one that me and Dill did, um, he's a fan of the Infinity Blend, and I mentioned that Infinity Blend. Probably could have a contender because of the the Remus um, repeal batch. Um, I have a three and a five 
which I personally think that is the better of the. It's those two are the better out of the six. <clears throat> and recently, they just came out with six, and it's the most expensive one, but the youngest blend out of the the previous five, and that that should say something. Like why why should you pay more? For this one, when it has the youngest whiskey in it, it yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And the same thing with Jim Beam. And I'm a Jim Beam supporter. I love Little Book, but Little Book Chapter 6 just recently came out. And I'm not even going to state the previous ones. But here is Chapter 6. And Chapter 6, here it is. 40-year-old straight malt whiskey finished with cherrywood staves. 40-year-old straight malt whiskey finished with applewood smoked barrels. 40-year-old straight malt whiskey finished in hickory hickory smoked barrels. 40-year-old straight malt whiskey finished with maplewood staves. And then the highest age, 5-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon and the price of this is like 150 bucks or something like that why why would i pay a blend of four four-year-old whiskeys and then one five-year-old it doesn't make any sense why would i pay that for a limited whiskey like <laughs> I, I i just don't understand it <laughs> I just found a Yamazaki miniature, twelve. Uh, uh, three fifty. No, a fifty mil. Oh, fifty mil. Sixty bucks. <laughs> I believe 60 it. Sixty bucks. I believe it. Yeah. But it's it's like some of these uh, like that's a limited edition bottle. I get. That a limited edition bottle could be 130 to 150, but why what I pay for a blend of four four-year-old whiskeys and one five-year-old? I could buy that on a shelf and blow my own whiskey. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, here's to play devil's advocate a minute. Here's an idea. Do not well. Because you would be missing out if you said to yourself, I'm not buying any whiskeys right now because they're too expensive. You you would be missing out on some great whiskeys because they're producing great whiskeys right now. Yeah. Also. Mm-hmm. So, like when we what, just limit yourself. Reviewed. So, just say, I'm not going to sky's the limit. I have to just say, I'm going to get one bottle this year. Yeah, you got to sit to your guns. One bottle. Yeah. Which bottle is it going to be? Do your research and say, all right, based on what all these reviewers are saying and what I've tasted before, you know, this is what I'm going to go for. Go for it and, you know, maybe you you landed on exactly what you wanted. May not, but don't torture yourself with uh, the idea of, you know, I, I need to get this, I need to get that. Yeah, some just, of these just, just stop. Just say yeah. I have one bottle. That's it. And it, I tell you, that bottle of 
Owl 10. Rye. Mm-hmm. For $200. It's a lot of money. But it's worth it. Totally worth it. And if you're going to spend money on that kind of money, on a bourbon or whiskey, that you can't go wrong. Yeah. And you wouldn't be like, oh, I, 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 I blew my money on this. No. That, you wouldn't. No. And even if and it's that's, like... that's batch three that he's referring to. Even if to. it's like $300 now, you know, some other bourbons and whiskeys are more. If, if I saw batch three... For $300 on the shelf, because I know that's, you know, that's Dixon's product. Right. And he doesn't work for them anymore. I think I'd probably call you like, hey, man, you want to split this <laughs> or something? And yeah. I, and I think that's when I will do it, because it's yeah. a one of one. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but who that, knows what the new stuff is like? It might be just as good. It might be. I hear that it's not. Not even close. I I, I can't I, pass judgment until I actually you, tasted it. Dixon Detman is a genius. I'm sure he is, but maybe he left traces about his genius. Maybe. I I, I hear some like some people that I respect in the whiskey community, and they raved. About Kentucky Owl when Dixon was here, and then mm-hmm. once he left, and then they tried the new products. They're like, mm, huh. it's just not the, it's not the same. Uh, okay, it's not it's not worth the the price mark. They said they was they said it's good, but at that price is just not the same. Mm-hmm. And they thought they were overpaying when Dixon was there, and then once they tried it, they're like, mm-hmm. whoa, maybe it, it is that. That's what helped me to just go out and just splurge on it. So, I remember being starting out in this hobby and being like, "Oh, it's so expensive." And when I was looking at that back in the, you know, seven eight years ago, I was like looking at stuff that was forty to sixty dollar range, and I was like, "Oh, it's so expensive." Uh, now I'll just get something. I'll get the bare minimum. I, mm-hmm. I think I got like a a Deanston unaged statement scotch, and it was like I don't know twenty nine dollars. No, that forty to sixty range is um, eighty to one hundred now. Yeah, the, yeah. the The new forty to sixty is eighty to one hundred now. Yeah, and the eighty to one hundred now is probably the one fifty to two hundred mark. This this just where we are now. You know what I I don't watch is the blends. I don't watch the price of the blends very much. I wonder if those have not moved very much. Well, like uh, Jim or uh, uh, Jameson Green. Oh, Jameson. What am I talking about? Um, oh, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker Green. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that the price of that's moved. Yeah, I don't know. The blends. Yeah. Like I said, you gotta be really selective of what you wanna pay for because not all limited or LEs, I should say, are uh, not worth the price. And things that you used to see on the shelf now are 
starting to be allocated. Like, anything from Buffalo Trace, and not even talking about the store picks that you used to get, like, uh, Four Roses Barrel Strength, that's super allocated now. Like, once that drops at a local liquor store that did a pick by them, you, you gotta get it the the first day, which I was able to get those the the hardest I I would think that it's the hardest recipe to get. O E S O. Um my mind dropped it a few weeks ago. And thankfully for my wife she was able to um get it. But now with these liquor stores now, because they know how hard it is to get stuff, you gotta buy another bottle to get stuff. Mm-hmm. So that could be that which I, I I have no problem with. Yeah. But at the same time when <laughs> some of those bottles are sixty bucks, which is nothing now, because that's like the new twenty of the forty now. Sixty bucks. Yeah. And then you think about the four roses, that's which I gotta bring that over for for deal. I was able to get two bottles of the OESO. Do your research. Yeah, do your that, research. That, that comes in handy. Research comes in handy because, like, four roses know, barrel got, strength. You got twenty-five people saying this, this is this batch or whatever is yeah. great. It's so worth it. And you find that you come across it, you know, chances are it is true. Most most people aren't lying on forums and websites yeah. reviews. Yeah, but it, I don't know, man. It's so tough. Some of these liquor stores are so shady with their pricing. It, it's ridiculous. Thankfully, I have not witnessed that too much here. I mean, there's some liquor stores that are higher than some here. And you're like, man, why are they charging this much? But sometimes you're not able to get that bottle, but they have it. So you're willing to pay $20 extra for something that you know that you're not going to be able to get. And Mm -hmm. that's where they get you. Yeah. You're like, where else are you going to find this? Mm -hmm. I, I know for sure on this show that we have, me and Dylan have been fortunate enough to view a lot of allocated stuff on this podcast mm-hmm. but um I don't know how it is in it's hard times in other people's area but there's some top notch stuff that sit on our shelves in Wisconsin at one liquor store um gonna give them a shout out Barstown um distillery their Discovery Series, which is blends. They come at barrel-proof. And they they do a masterful job at blending, I will say. Because they do some Tennessee whiskey, um, Indiana, Kentucky, and some Canadian, too, at barrel-proof. And it's amazing. But... <laughs> But you're gonna be spending, you know, 130 bucks for it though. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's findable. It's, it's gonna be sitting on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you got it like that, you could stock up. Yeah, it's a good point. And, and you could be perfectly happy. 
Like, if you just save up money and you're like, you know what? I want to have one bottle a month. And I know a, a store that has a five, six, and also a seven. So each month, you could buy those three bottles and be perfectly fine. And I personally think they're in the same category as a George T. Stag. If you can't get it. That's a good point. And George T. Stag is a barrel-proof 15-year-old from Buffalo Trace. But they do their blending so well with high age statements. It's like, oh man, they're so good. And we, we, me and Dill have not reviewed one here yet, but he has had one at my place. And it's tasty. You and think, we went there. You think about it, if if a big chunk of the bourbon uh, seekers mm-hmm. just st- jumped ship and stopped going after Buffalo Trace and all these allocated bourbons and just went somewhere else yeah. for, a, for a quarter Personally, or half I'll, a year. I wouldn't be surprised if Discovery will be, like, I know it's sitting on the shelf now. But it wouldn't surprise me if you couldn't find it anymore. Because the same thing happened with Remus. That I was telling you about the repeal batch. Mm-hmm. Like, that, they used to sit on the shelf. And then once people start reviewing it, saying how good it was, now that's allocated. Mm. Well, if people didn't just focus on a handful of bourbons. Mm-hmm. And just spread, just broaden yeah. out, mm-hmm. just spread their, you know, horizons out to other things. And, you know, that's probably what will happen because, you know, demand is is high and the price is high. Yeah. So, and, and it's going to force people get, to go elsewhere. I'm starting to get worried now because with Discovery Series, like I just mentioned, they came out with the 8 during the summer. have not seen the 8 here at all. And they just came out with the 9 at their distillery this week. And I'm like, we still haven't got an 8. And they already came out with the 9. So I'm like, oh boy. Hmm. <laughs> here we go. What does that mean? I don't know if they're selling enough here in Wisconsin. We stopped at 7 here. And that's all I see. Oh, so they just... Because of that price mark. But people don't know what they're getting. Oh, okay. I know what I'm getting. Because like you said, do your research. Yep. Dylan can vouch for their blending. I mean, he only had Discovery 4. And 6 and 7, I think, are better than 4. Which he hasn't had, but it's... A good blending process. I think I had three or four at your house. Yeah, you had... Um, you kind of ran me through the with your collection. Yeah, you had the, the Discovery 4, and then you had the Cognac finish, the Ferrand. Yep. And then you had the two wine finishes, the uh, Pfeiffer Pavit, and then the Prisoner. Yeah. Two. Even though you're... They're expensive, but they're they're in the game, man. As far as your allocated whiskey, you could get it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. They're they're up there. 
But hmm. it's, a, it's a shame. It's like after a while, they're going to be hurt of the fine, too. It seems like everyone's going to be wishing that they still <laughs> had opportunity to get five, six, and seven on the shelf when they can't get eight and nine. And I'm I'm tempted tempted to just stock up on those things, even though they're 130 bucks or 150 or whatever. How how I I can't remember the pricing, but they're in the mid 100s for sure. Hmm. It's just changing, man. Well, one thing I would say too: make for more money or. People, um, support your uh, local distilleries if you have any. Depending on how there good go. they are. We're, we're, yeah. we're, me and Dylan Lighten are very... Try, try small batch Dylan, stuff. Dylan and I are very fortunate being outside of Kentucky in another state here in Wisconsin where we live. I would say that the distilleries that we have here in Wisconsin... I mean, they're Kentucky level ish. I will getting say. Getting there. Yeah, getting there. Definitely on their way. Um, excuse me if I miss some, but um, Driftless Glen, Dancing Goat, um, the J. Henry, Lacrosse. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that there's more, but. I, I just can't think of them right now, but out of the ones that we tried, we've been happy with. Those are the ones. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. And Iowa. Yeah, Iowa with uh, Cedar Ridge. Uh, Cat's Eye Distillery. Shout yeah. outs to them. You know how I love them. Even though they're yeah. source, but they know how to do it. Yep. With the light whiskey. Oh, Cedar incredible. Ridge. Do you mention Cedar Ridge? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, what Ridge. else is there Midwest? Well, you were mentioning some places in Michigan. but Oh, yeah. Indiana, Joseph Madness. Indiana's yeah. full of them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, MGP has all their hands in the Indiana store. I mean, what doesn't MGP... The thing is, the hype is is not worth it. No, it's not. In, in general, I mean, in you, general, you have a, you have the best experience of this than than I do of the two people here. Mm-hmm. You have the best experience to say it's not worth it in in a sense because in a sense it is worth it because some of it you know right. it's expensive you pay for it when but it, it's worth it when it comes to allocated stuff. I mean, I do do my research, and if I'm, even if I'm paying above MSRP, it has to be reasonable. If I'm paying forty dollars or fifty dollars over the retail par- price, I nine times out of ten I'm probably gonna buy it because I know if I go yeah. somewhere else, they're gonna yeah. probably pay three hundred dollars more than the retail right. price. Not like uh, Coy Hill, yeah, eight hundred dollars yeah. above. Yeah, forget it. It, that not is not it. worth it. Don't be dumb. That's I, I, uh, look. If like you I said many times on this podcast, bottle, I just maybe been... because you that was your only option. Yeah. All right. 
like I said on this podcast before, not to flex or brag, but I have just been really fortunate. Like, I do search out for these allocated whiskeys, but not, like, obsessively. I just have relationships with some of the liquor store people, mm-hmm. and they help you out. I mean, they don't help me out all the time, but it's just, I don't know. I, it, it seems like it's a first-come, first-serve thing. Like, once I see a drop on social media or something that is coming out, I just contact people and then just hope that they call me and it just happens to work out that way. And then they don't try to charge you. Like, I have an opportunity in a couple of weeks to get a Wild Turkey um, Russell's 13. Don't know what the price is, but... um, What? Yeah. So, how's that different than the Japanese version? This this is a Russell single barrel. It's a higher proof, and it's a thirteen year. Not like not like the Wild Turkey thirteen that I got. Okay, this is different. Even okay. though it's a Wild Turkey product, uh-huh. but I'm going to a Wild Turkey event at um, Ray's on North Avenue. Oh, okay. And once you do go to a tasting event, which my father in law is going with me. Uh huh. You get a chance to get into a raffle. Sure. Once you buy the tickets. I meant to ask you about it, but I was like, it is a Tuesday. So I asked no. Mike, and I was like, he's not going to do it because it was a Tuesday. So I asked him, and he was like, yep. <laughs> oh, good for him. <laughs> it's only like six. I think it's six whiskeys you get to try, which are all allocated whiskeys. Hmm. But it's like, see, that's the thing. That's how other people get into it. You you gotta be pay fifty bucks for the ticket, so yeah, yeah. I some of those are worth it. I see, I see various ones, and I'm kind of jealous. But they're all on the weekdays, or they're out of if not I if I was local, and I'm like, yeah. yeah if I, really I wasn't, wish I... if I wasn't off that week, I would not go. That's the thing. They're always on a Tuesday. I'm a night shifter. It yeah. just doesn't work out. Like, yeah. they do the pappy ones, and then you could get enter a raffle for the pappy ones, but it's always a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Uh-huh. It's like, do this on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That is <laughs> but, weird. But everyone won't have a chance. I mean, we'll have a chance at that. They want to do it on a weekday to lower down the crowd, and then people have a more chance to get it, to be fair, mm-hmm. which I get. So when I saw this, the week that I was off, I was like, you know what? I haven't been to one of their tasting events, and I I, want to do it. So I just did it. You've never been to one. Never been to one because every time, every time I'm on a vacation, they have a wine, a wine event. And then when I go back to work the next week, the pappy drops uh-huh. the Willet drops any other Jim uh-huh. Jim Bean drops on a Tuesday or something and then the one time I'm off th- this coming up vacation they got the uh, wild turkey one uh-huh. and I'm like I, I, I gotta take my opportunity yeah, because just... I never get to have a whiskey one ever when I'm off sure so 
that that will be on our social media and actually it'll be turkey tuesday and it's on a tuesday night so i make sure i post that on our social media page yeah and maybe i hope i hope that i be able to win a raffle to get a 13 a russell 13 because that is hard to get have you opened that japanese bottle of yours uh yamazaki or the wild turkey yeah oh yeah <laughs> delightful okay so well it's good because we're, then we're reviewing that we're gonna be ruining that soon you, well you got perspective going in you know oh yeah and, got... and plus i already had the russell's 13 already yeah, yeah 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 sure and if i had a bottle oh my it'd be delightful man it's a good bottle mm-hmm. uh and also they got a russell's 2003 reserve that's going to be in that tasting. So, Mike, he's in for a treat. <laughs> so, I'm I'm treating him. I told him that I I was like, I, I pay for your ticket. Oh, nice. I'm on, I'm on vacation week, man. I'm splurging. <laughs> oh, is it your vacation week? Yeah, so, I, I... Not... So, next Saturday, we'll start my vacation. So, once I get off work, me... And um, Emily are going to Jay Henry for the tour. And then I'm going to get their allocated bottle, that La Flamme, that's that Armiac. I hope that they still have some. The one that Nancy freely blended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to try to take some pictures down there. Then awesome. after that, that, that following Tuesday, we got that Wild Turkey event. So I can't wait, man. Whiskey, whiskey all day, baby. I don't care what time of the year it is. One thing I wanna wanna get is that midwinter's night dram. People. Yeah. Midwinters okay. is my favorite. I remember years ago. <laughs> it used to be $79.99. Oh wait, that was your first price? Yeah, that was at, that was at Five. What? What after we on? No, that that. No, maybe it was X six or seven. So that was the bottle you brought over. At no, 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 no. No, not, not last year was the one that I brought over. Not to me, but the one you we reviewed originally. Ah, uh, that was eight. I had an eight, and then the new version. Okay. Nine last year. Okay. So years ago. When I was getting into the whiskey fiend, I was all about the midwinter's night jam because that was good, and um, yes, yeah, I was a craft I was a craft beer guy at this point. Getting into bourbon whiskey and all that stuff, and Stouts. one of my dear friends, uh, if you guys watched our Instagram live, distilled a Drillinlin. Uh, it's only been three years or four years ago. He was like, hey, man, I need your help. I'm like, yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> He's like, Midwinter's Night Dram by High West. I see that you have you at your local Total Wine. I'm like, oh. how does he know this? <laughs> at this time, I'm novice at this point. I don't know what the heck Midwinter's Night Dram is. I know that it's a good bottle if he's asking for it. <laughs> Get there on the shelf. It's a row of it on the shelf. 
$79.99 at that point. And I'm like, holy moly, this guy has a he has a nice bank account. <laughs> huh, right. This is expensive. So I get it. I get it for him. He, you know, PayPal's me and all that stuff. And following next year, I get it. Cause I'm deep into whiskey. Now now I know what to get. I'm doing my research. $89.99. I'm like, whoa. $10 already. <laughs> Ouchies. But I'm like, oh, gotta get it. Next year. He called you? No. I, I got that for myself. That was just one yeah, year. Yeah, that was that one year. Okay. Following year. Because I tasted it. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is. I'm in. <laughs> I, I know what he's talking about. Next year, $99.99. Yeesh. $20 from the last time that I got it from. For uh, Chris, what the heck? What's going on? I'm going to stop buying whiskey. Did I? <laughs> Negative. Following year. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're glad you did because you're, you're glad you didn't. Yeah, following year. Because look where you are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Following year is, you know, $110. I'm like, okay, 115-ish, 110. What's going on here, people? Still buying it. Ten percent increase every year. Then we started. Th- th- then the next year, started the podcast. Dylan was all into the, into the scotch and all this stuff. There, there. At all this right. time, right. there I was know no ten percent. Stop thinking about the percentage. <laughs> Move at on. this time, Dale here, not too keen on American whiskey yet. I mean, he has appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. But he did not know where American whiskey could go to no. at this time. No. So last year around this time, it's 121. And I'm like, you know what? I got to do this. I got to review the one that I bought the year before and then do Bash 9. 121 bucks. Get that. Quite, quite an increase <laughs> over the years, right? But was it worth it? Yes. <laughs> now, it. batch 10 is coming. And let me guess, it's not going to be $10 more. No. Cheap as I've seen it was $134.99. But I think it once it drops here in Wisconsin, $150. fifty. Yeah. Will I not buy it? Wrong. I will buy it if I get my hands on it. I might even buy it too. I'm sorry. I know I just complain about the whiskey. I know I just complain about it, man. I'm weak. I'm weak, man. Come on, give me some credit. I like I like it. I like midwinters, man. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> but midwinters right. is a experience. I know many people said you could get port rye whiskeys anywhere where are they tell me that where are they do I see them on the shelves negative point me in the direction here in Wisconsin where I can find a port finish rye whiskey that is made like midwinter's night dram I don't see any on the shelf you know what we need you know what the whiskey world needs in the U.S. is more independent bottlers. 
More. Like like a ton more. Like street like pumas? Just, yeah. I don't know if you're going to get or, that in America. Or... Uh, well, that is American. West, High West, that's how they started. Yeah. but Or Owl. That's what they're doing. Or Infinity, you know? Mm-hmm. Those guys are independent bottlers. They're grabbing other people's stuff. Just more, 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 more. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is uh, there's so much demand for the raw materials from MGP. That, that's why that and that price increase. There's only so many distilleries, and that's it. Yeah. So we need more distilleries too. I don't know. It's like beef. Stop. Either start or stop. Stop. People out there listening, I'm telling you, I'm starting to think that I'm not going to get this year's midwinter's night drams, and I'm 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 getting sad about it, man. I shouldn't, but I will be. Because <laughs> uh, Act 9 was superb. I still, I haven't touched it since. I would have bathed in that believe, stuff. Believe me, I have. I would have bathed in that stuff. Like, this is so I would have bathed, I would have cooked, I would have brushed my teeth in that. The problem I would have washed my I, hair with that stuff. The problem is, is when uh, we were drinking it, it was a cork pop, basically... And it was and winter. Like, oh, it's good. It was it's winter really time. Good. It's really good. Hey, yeah. Got a story for you guys. <laughs> Dill had it for the first time. Enjoyed it. Quite frankly, he did. Came back the next, well, two weeks, three weeks. I'm like, mm, <laughs> what happened to the bottle? <laughs> yeah, it, it moved. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. It moved. That it's stuff just... is good. But here's the moment of truth, though. Even though I've been seeing a lot of reviewers saying how good it is, this is the first year that it's not going to be in French oak port wine. Now it's just going to be in port wine barrels. I don't know if that's going to make a difference or what, but... Hmm. We'll find out. I take my chances. I just hope that I'm able... I just hope that I'm able to get it. I'm starting to think that I won't be. Because they would have called me by now. Any other gripes you got about the... Whiskey World... Prices right now? No, it turned me into the person that I am now. That's another reason why I hate it. Do you wish you could... Talk to your younger self and say, don't go down that path? I wish I would have stuck to the craft beer and coffee. Craft beer and coffee? Yeah. And just... I'm ruined, man. Look at me. I complain about the prices, but at the same time, I want to buy two bottles of $150 bottle of whiskey. Sitting up at night doing research. I dreamt about Midwinter's Night Dram one night. Uh, So and so was the. This week, I literally dreamed about (laughs) Midwinter's Night Dram. Like, I woke up and I'm like. Really? You had a whiskey dream? Always. Almost. Ah, Okay. once, Once a week. Once a week, I have one, especially when it's really? something something that's coming out because I, I want it so bad. It, 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 it's ruining me, people. I need help. I, no, <laughs> I, I think you you got it made. If you're having whiskey dreams, that's pretty good. Like, I'm having dreams like I'm on like a James. It's a James Bond movie, but I'm the guy who wait, gets what? killed. <laughs> Whoa. 
No. That's my kind of dream. Stop drinking scotch. Stressful. <laughs> my, my dreams are stressful. I wake up and I'm like, oh, thank God I'm alive. You're dreaming about whiskey. Not thinking huh? that I'm alive because I don't have the bottle next to me, man. That's my that's my nightmare. Isn't that crazy? I'm a I'm a you know how they have those sneakers and everybody they they call them hype beast because they want every up to date sneaker and whatever is going on and trending. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm the hype you beast do. of whiskey. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm the hype beast of whiskey. I never thought about that until now. Hype beast. I need to check myself into somewhere. I'm a hype beast of whiskey. I want the most allocated, most sought after stuff. Well, until we're done with this podcast, you don't don't stop. <laughs> it's your job. Oh. <laughs> it's your job. Like it's my job with Scotch. Yeah. I have to hunt this stuff down. I can't be mad if I can't get anything because I've been so fortunate as of the last couple of years. I mean, I got so many other bottles that we haven't even reviewed yet. But still, I want that middle with their side dram. <laughs> also, um, listeners, um, Dylan has yet to experience the discontinued High West bottle. If you guys know what that is. Can someone say Yippee Kaye? Oh. No, I haven't. We're gonna have there to review a that ton too. Of stuff they made over the years that I saw. Yeah, they Bor- came out with just a ton of stuff. Bor- Borai, their Borai was awesome, and that used to be widely distributed. Now it's only gonna be there now, only a distillery release. Now I wish that I would have just jumped on that and just bought <laughs> numerous of bottles of that just to share with people. But one of these days, I'm gonna maybe uh, with my uh, wedding anniversary, I'll crack open the Yipikaye. I'll call you guys this evening and come over to the Swadex or something to have it because sure. I would say that bottle will be gone in one night. Oh no! Don't do it. I have a backup. Yeah, but still, don't do it because. Then you can just you get it down to half full and set it aside. Mm. Put it in the back of the shop. I'm at the point now that I have so many bottles that I I, I got to get rid of them, Dill. I'm serious, man. Got to get it's rid like, of them. Yeah, it's just like all right. Well, they're made. They're made to drink, other than to look at. You know. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 how I am now. Yeah, but like I'm still gonna buy some nice stuff, but I like to share stuff that you can't get anymore. I mean, you can still get. Uh, Yeah, but the the ones that you can't get anymore is still a special experience because. Yeah, yeah, I guess you when you're talking about special night. Yeah, makes sense. And we could talk about it. Hey man, you remember when we finished off that Yippie Kaye? Yeah, (laughs) I can't wait to do it again. (laughs) <laughs> our next anniversary, why like the did, Kentucky why Owl. Why they uh, discontinue that? I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. That's why I want to get another Midwinter's Night Dram because I have a feeling that they probably stopped that soon. But I don't know. 
like I said, that's that's the deal with whiskey. It's a bittersweet conversation. Like I complained about it just now with the prices and all that stuff, but you still want it. They still find some way to get you to spend money. <laughs> that's our point. And now look at me. Listen to me these last few minutes okay. of wanting Midwinter's right. Night Dram. So let's let's play the uh, Angels Advocate, I guess. Don't do it. If you're thinking about if you're if you're new to whiskey and you're like brand new to whiskey, yeah, that's maybe that's don't easier. even go down the road. Maybe it's easier for them though. Skip it, skip it by. It's easier for a brand new person not to do it. Yeah, you you're at the point right now where you could just be like, yeah, let me be happy uh, with my, gonna, let me be happy with I, my I, Knob I, Creek One Hundred. Whatever brought you to this podcast yeah. mm-hmm. at this point in your life. I wonder what what they tell shout me. Out to our eight, write, shout out to our eight listeners. Me talk to me. <laughs> but uh, mm, there's an option. Don't do it because yeah. it leads to Joel's itis. Yes, Joel itisism. I, yeah, his 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 uh, not alcoholism. His monkey on his back or his, his bedtime. His the next big thing or the next blender like the, the I research whiskey before I go to bed <laughs> yeah. and I also research whiskey right before I go to work <laughs> like I wake up every day yeah I wake up an hour and a half early before my alarm goes off oh okay so I gotta have enough time to get maybe ready for work maybe it's time to stop no it's not <laughs> it's maybe what are you wait are you saying I got a problem <laughs> maybe it's time wait you say I'm gonna Say I got a problem. Maybe. What? Maybe. You ain't got a problem drinking my whiskey, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> huh? What? I tell you what, if I didn't have so many projects going on right now, I'd probably be doing the same thing. I don't know, man. I'd don't be, be like me. Don't be but like me, man. The problem with scotch is like, uh, it's a it's different, e- it's a different yeah. world here than it is in Scotland. Yeah. If I lived in Scotland, yeah, I'd be going to. Uh, auctions. I'd be going to distilleries looking for. I think their... if I lived in Scotland, I'd be happy and then depressed at the same time. Cause I don't know how much I could drink uh, forty or eighty proof whiskey or whatever. The thing is, you'd be like, "That's why I, I was so impressed with that." Uh, everybody's talking about, it. and you'd be like, "Can I get a bottle of this?" And it'd be like ten times the price. Yeah. Midwinter's night dram. They're never gonna get in Scotland. Five hundred dollars, sir. What? <laughs> I mean, we're at almost there at this point. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. I, I'm a hypocrite. But if I'm able to get two Midwinter's Night Drams, Act Ten, the latest release, at one hundred fifty dollars, I'm buying both. I know that's three hundred dollars, but I'm getting both. Check me if you want. <laughs> so that would be an, an example of yeah. when it's okay to spend the money. Is it okay? <laughs> when it, yeah, it's not all the time. Gosh. But there there comes a time where yeah, it's worth it. And that's one of them. Yeah. I even don't know. I I'm just going by what people say about this Mid Winters at ten. I even don't know if it's good yet. But I, just because of their recent or just their whole line of. Um, and Winter's Night Drams collections. I've always been a fan, even when it was their worst ones. 
that they made, I'm like, still pretty, pretty good. Even though it wasn't the best one, but put this up to any other rye, it's gonna kill it. Man. Hey, uh, Dixon Deadman. If you're thinking about making anything close to uh, Kentucky Owl Rye, like Batch 3, with their new collection, think about aging that in a Port Rhine barrel, bro. That's the idea. And if you this, if this gets out to you, just remember whiskey to whiskey, you know, Joel and Dylan, Dylan Joel. And, and, and please, let us be the first ones to try it because I'm thinking about Batch 3 right now the way it is. And if it was in a port wine barrel, and I'm thinking, okay. that's that's an easy 100. Right. That's an easy 100. Right. That's an easy 100. Joelle is, the whole time, Joel is two inches away from the microphone. I'm sorry. I, I, I gotta let the people listen. At least you're like not I, shouting. Like I said, that's an easy 100, right? Well, what did we rate that Kentucky out with three batch? Right? 90 something, right? 90 and some change. Yeah. You are my favorite American blender, hands down, that I've come across so far. Uh, we want to do anything that you're doing. We want all about it. I know. I, so if, if the reason wanna, why I'm so close to the mic, you want to just send us a letterhead <laughs> with your name on it and the, say, the, "Hey guys, that's the, cool the, too." The reason why I'm so close to the mic because I'm emotional at this point and I'm very passionate about this because this whiskey stuff has gone too far and it's ruined me. Like I'm okay financially, but if this keeps on going on, <laughs> maybe you're part of the problem. I might have to. I might have to pick some of these bottles over my own wife, and I, I just don't want to do that. Do yeah, you really want me to do that? You're part of the, <laughs> part of the problem, and we're part of the problem by telling everybody how good this stuff is. They're going to be like, I got to get it. Yeah. But, Dixon, again, if you're listening to this podcast, just imagine whatever you blended for that Kentucky Owl Batch 3 rye, the 10-year. Yeah, the ten year. Put that in a port wine wine barrel, bro. Uh, I'm telling you, midwinter's night dram killer, by far, I would say. I I'm just thinking about how that tastes, and you put that in a port wine barrel. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> Every uh... whiskey distillery in the U.S. should just shut down at that point. In the winter. Just listen to that. I the more the more I learn about this stuff, the more I wanna know. Like, I wanna know. I wanna be there. I wanna be part of it all. That's why I'm trying to get close to these Wisconsin distillers, man. I, I just since we're here, it's not like we could just drive five hours back and forth to Kentucky. No. But we could do this here. That's what I'm so excited about next week going to J. Henry. And mm -hmm. after I find out that Nancy Freely, like the legend, actually helps them with their blending and stuff, I'm like, what? No wonder why their stuff tastes so good. <sighs> hmm. Interesting. 
Henry Brothers, I'm coming next week. I wonder if she takes what they have on hand and blends what they have on hand. Or she's like, okay, what you have on hand, I'm going to take some of this. I'm going to take some of this over here. Her job seems so awesome, awesome, but so daunting at the same time. Because I watched an interview and they were asking her. She she was just getting over the flu or whatever. This is like five months ago. And she actually got better. And <laughs> she said that she had like over 120 sample bottles to try that day. And she said it's nothing for her to do like 220 a day. And she said yeah. this is the far as she can go. And then she's like fried. And yeah. she said, and that's just like smelling and if they were tasting. like all at cash strength or something. I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I, I even don't think I can make it through 20 at cash strength. Right. And we've done nights where we were we did back-to-back podcasts plus we beers. do like two barrel proofs and we're like, yeah. uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. That's crazy, man. Like, the whiskey in- industry is a beautiful thing. Don't get me and Dylan wrong. We we don't like the pricing at this point because we're just... We've been in it so long. Well, there's, it's just there's hardly any other uh, area where you spend money on a on an object or a thing or a goods and service where mm. it grows that much in one year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where it almost doubles in price. Nowadays, you used to, like you said, you used to queeve at like, oh, man, 60 bucks? Ah. Yeah. That's not the same anymore. Not saying that all 60 buck, uh, $60 whiskeys are good but you gotta pay pay time bucks now um to get something decent that you're happy with and there you you still got your $30 or $20 whiskeys like the Elijah Quit Craig's and Arbeg 10 and stuff like that mm-hmm. what is that 40 50 something like that but even that, those is are rare, too, too expensive for some people. Yeah. So, and if you are in that group, then go for the readily available Ardbeg or uh, even a blend. Some blends are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Or in in bourbons, I, what would you say? I would say blending. Without of, getting into the allocated prices or yeah. just getting your fair fair dues. I would say blending is the way to go, the blended stuff, if you can find them now. And that's why I mentioned um, Barstown. Yeah. If you could get any of those Discovery series, even though they're a hefty amount, but man... That's one good bottle that you could have in your collection that you're going to be happy with. You you won't be disappointed. Even though you're going to be spending a lot of money. But as far as something that you can get on the shelf, man. I don't know. 
Um, my only thing I could think of is if you could find a Elijah Craig Bureau Proof that's 12 years old, which that's becoming allocated. Um, Knob Creek 9 year 120 proof or the Knob Creek 9 100 proof. Those are two good bargains. Um, Elijah Craig Small Batch is great. Uh, and, and I'm just speaking for here in Wisconsin, but, um, these craft distilleries are superb in my opinion and whatever state you live in, uh, I'm pretty sure that you have some, or you guys will have some right. craft distilleries, even though they're going to be pricey. Because they're craft and they're trying to get themselves out there, but yeah, they they make some good stuff, even if it's like only five to six years old, right? But they make some good stuff, and it's and some of their stuff is not source, especially the ones here. Well, Dancing Goat is MGP, but what they do with it is crazy, and uh, me and Dill have to. Review some of their stuff because Dancing Goat, what they do with MGP whiskey is ridiculous. And that's right here in Wisconsin. And um, you would never think <laughs> whiskey like that would be made here. Same with J. Henry and Driftless Glen. Driftless Glen is on their game too. Big time. And look in your area for malt. Yeah, malt whiskey. There are a ton of craft dis- distilleries yeah. out there. Cedar Ridge. That are like producing uh, gin, vodka, even getting into whiskey. But maybe they have a a real uh, affinity for scotch or, or malt. Mm-hmm. And just like all these other brands that I'm trying to bring to this podcast, that they're producing malts craft distilleries are producing malts in the u.s and small amounts and you might be able to find something in your area that we can't get in our area that is just as good as what we had in the last episode you know Mm -hmm. that cole keegan you know from uh uh new New Mexico. mexico yeah so don't don't look over malts in your area. I, I would say, mm. try it out. That might, you know, that might be a way to combat the price hike because malt isn't, you know, you can get a malt. It's a little more, but it isn't sought after. There's no allocation for malts in the U.S. that I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. Well, Cohegan will be one if it was popular. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that, that's I've never really heard of good. it though. Never heard of one yeah. allocation for malt. That's really good. Oh, another one. Um, uh, Blue Ash Farms. That's another oh, good yeah, distillery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another one. But yeah, just uh, appreciate what you have or what you can get. Even though I feel like we're hypocritical because I'm pretty sure next time we do an episode, it's going to be some crazy allocated thing or whatever but me and Dylan just have been we also have fortunate. a reserve of stuff that 
Yeah. You know, it's already bought, so it's not it's not really the same game you guys are in right now. Yeah, before the hype. Mm-hmm. Like we we've been in I I've, I've been in this for a while. And Dylan also has too. Yeah. All but right. That's that's, that's a, a deal with ris- whiskey, man, I tell you. Yeah. That's it's a, a shame. shame. Yeah, it's a shame, but it is what it is. We We're still it. gonna buy it. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be more picky because I was like oh, I yeah. was gonna buy I'm gonna be that picky bottle too. of uh, Yamazaki Twelve until she said the price. I'm like, um, no, I'll pass. And it's just gonna keep going higher. And I'm like, all right, maybe I just gotta well, change my approach. It's in I'm, your. I'm not gonna be dropping that kind of money, left and right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For the good stuff. Uh, Yamazaki Twelve is officially a special occasion whiskey now. Yeah. I mean, it was expensive before, but now it's yeah. definitely expensive. Yeah. Because what? What was the? When you were in Japanese whiskey, what was the rate that you're paying for a twelve? Because well, the cheapest I've ever seen it was one fifty. When I started getting into whiskey, the cheapest I ever saw was one twenty five. But I think I paid one thirty for the bottle I bought. Mm-hmm. And then the second time I saw it, it was like one thirty. And I'm like, well, I already have a bottle. I'll just wait. And then the next time I, when my bottle was getting about half full, I'm like, oh, I should probably shop this out. Mm-hmm. Keep my, I always keep keep my eye on it. And just recently it went 180, and I'm like, uh, I'm done. Yeah, the last time I bought one was 150, and it's still somewhat full. Yeah. So, I'll. I'll wait. If we could get a good deal on the 18, I would definitely split. Yeah, now, Ralphie, I was watching his videos about Japanese whiskey. He completely stopped. Japanese? Japanese? He completely stopped them. He said, I'm, I, this was probably four years ago. He said, I won't be doing any more Japanese whiskeys. Reviews. Uh, the the prices are have gone up for him, oh. and there was other thing other reasons he had because, you know. There was, it wasn't transparent what they were doing, mm-hmm. you know the, the Japanese whiskey market, and you know what he's like. He's like, you know, if it's not clear, if they're not going to put it on the label. And he slaps the bottle when he says it. Should be on the label. Tink, tink. <laughs> oh, Ralphie. Yeah. We love you, Ralphie. Yeah. Um, if you want to do a collaboration in yeah. the future, uh, just hit us up, man. But there's a lot of things that aren't on the Japanese label. And that's not cool. And the price increase. So he stopped, but that was European market could be much ahead of our market. Mm-hmm. Like it's just hitting us now. Yeah. But I get it. If it goes up that much, like uh yeah, you got twenty five percent increase in like six months mm-hmm. or two weeks. 
Red yeah. flag. Yeah, red flag. But yeah, that was me and Dylan venting somewhat. But yeah, like I said, don't don't judge us when we have our allocated whiskey and all that stuff. But we're even though we have those bottles, we feel your guys' pain that can't get those bottles. Like we, it's tough. Somewhere out there in between Peanutty and Owl 10 is a bottle for you. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Peanutty. <laughs> Peanutty. Just don't go as low as Peanutty. <clears throat> and don't go higher than Owl 10. And you'll be good. I, Just stick in that I, range. I guess. <laughs> Just right I in the guess. middle somewhere. Like I said, we review some classics, man. All right. We got more trash and more gems coming your way. Yeah. Uh, speaking it's of fall. trash, I've got uh, the low end next week, and I'm going... I'm going... Real low? All the way down. I'm going low. How low can you go? Yeah. How low can you go? I'm, go, I'm going for what the people want to hear. <laughs> The low, low of the low, the lowest of the low. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go high, high of high. All right, maybe that'll be. No, good, no, I'm not gonna go. Pairing. I'm not gonna go too high. I'll, I'll scrape the bottom of the. I'll see how far I can go down. And you'll see how far you can go up. No, I'm not gonna see how far. I, 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 no. I'm gonna go high. All right. Not too high. All right. All right. See you next time. <laughs>